my generation will remember parents in the, in the house, in their home. My parents actually worked from the time I was quite young, both of them, <clears throat> and worked in quote, professional positions such that they spent their time doing a lot of things that made it so that they spent more than a little bit of that, that day away from the home. But I want to talk today about an idea. The idea is flooding the zone. That's what I want to discuss on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Curtin. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of May of 2022. Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on BitChute, on YouTube, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's the Kurt's Religion and Politics page on Facebook, on Kurt's Religion and Politics.locals.com, on Minds, M-I-N-D-S.com, on the Kurt's Religion and Politics group there, on Parlor, on Gab, on Twitter, or wherever else you might be picking me up today. Again, the subject for today is flooding the zone, and I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes. They're kind of short today, but that's okay, because this subject means an awful lot to me. And I'm going to say a lot in my notes, but I'll have even more to say when I'm done with that. I've said that I tend to listen to various podcasts. I don't do that in order to agree with the folks whose shows I pay mine, to whose shows I pay mine. I'm not saying I don't do so a lot of the time. I am saying there are times I definitely do not agree with them. When I heard Tim Pool and the crew he had talking the other day, though, he said something I've either directly said or implied many, many times and over a course of many years, I might say. He was talking about the mass influx of women into the workplace that really began in the 40s, he was talking about the 60s, but the truth is the process was well underway in the time of World War II. I get that we didn't have manpower during the Second World War to, quote, populate our workplaces. I'm not saying women can't be in the business world. It's not my contention they can't be successful doing employment-related things either. That's Neither of those is true. Very obviously, you see it every day, that they're quite capable in those roles. That's not the point. That's not what I'm getting at. Uh, though I don't think such things, I will say I think it roundly amazing that people are selling the idea of having people tell you how to spend your day outside of the home some liberating thing as compared to that same sort of thing being true at home. And truthfully, let's be clear on this, if you're married to a decent human being, that really shouldn't be happening at home anyway. It more or less must happen when you go to some place to spend your day at a given job. Like anything else, though, when you flood the zone uh, with workers, you're going to see a devaluation of those in the employment market. People don't need workers as badly, or they can get them more quickly. They have more choice in who they hire. This much is definitely true. That, however, can be a good thing or a bad one. One result is they, pay, they can pay less for the same work. This is even more true if employers take the attitude that a family should count on having uh, more than one income. And in some sense, can you on honestly blame them? After all, for a generation or two now, it's been the norm for both husband and wife to work, sometimes more than one job each. Add to this the idea that children these days are often not being trained up by their parents, particularly their mothers, uh, 
and things just get worse. I believe many of the folk, uh, the ills rather, of current day society can be traced to this reality. It's also astonishing to me that ladies don't realize the massive power with which they were vested when they were responsible for raising young children, being in the home and raising young children. It's these things I finally see the likes of Tim Pool waking up to understand. Have you considered how flooding the zone has affected the world? I know I have. Okay, done with my notes. I'm going to put this one thing out there as supremely important. It's been decades since there was somebody at home with the children, particularly the young children, but really really the children as, as a whole. It's been decades since there's, that person has been in the home. Those kids have gone somewhere where somebody else worked to instill their values for a certain number of hours a day into those children. I know very few people for whom that is not the case. Even a lot of wealthy people tend to do that. Then on top of that, as they get older, there's a tendency to think, send that kid to school, and because there aren't two parents in the, in the, wor in the house or because both of the parents are out at work, there's no thought of homeschooling. I'm in a position where, for multiple reasons, I send my only remaining kid to school. I, I've seen the damage to my children otherwise, though. I'll just let you know that now. I'm not saying they won't get over it. I'm not saying they're not resilient and that they can't deal with it. But I do see things that have happened as a result of what they've been through that make it so that they are not who they probably should be at this point in their lives. My older two kids are getting to the point where that's not so much the case. But they're also in their 30s. My youngest child goes to school and I feel the need to regularly work to undo what the schools are telling my son. I feel that need all the time. He spends a lot of time telling me how his teachers are always right. And I tell him all the time, Daddy is not always right, and by the way, neither are your teachers. That's not how that works. That is just not how that works. So, that is a big thing to me. But like I say, the thing I think that's sort of insidious and it's unintentionally so, I think, in many instances, is that you've got two incomes in just about every household. And if you find a person who has only one income, they're struggling to try and keep things up, particularly if they don't have the kind of income that they want. And if they have to work more than one job, however many kids they have, those kids are not going to have them for the time that they're at work one place or the other. Right? That's just a reality. I'm going to say this again. Values should be taught at home. If you don't have people at home teaching values, it's not happening. Even if you make it so that they're there for part of the time and they're not there for the rest of the time, for that part of the time that those people are not in the home, it's not happening there. It cannot because those kids are not in the home to have those values passed on. I took a ride share this morning because I don't have my vehicle at the moment for various reasons. And the guy in the in the vehicle driving my son and I to to the work to school in the workplace was listening to absolutely trash music. 
And he didn't realize, he didn't know this is what he was raised on, and he thought this is good stuff. They were talking about um, men having sex with casual, what sounded very much like casual sex with women. Uh, they were talking about um, men in certain senses abusing women. Uh, various things. They were talking about men running away to party while their families did their thing. And, and they didn't realize, well, this same sort of thing happens in schools and daycares. There are people in those positions who didn't have good home lives and, and weren't trained well. And the result is they're teaching children things those children do not need to know or that are not really reasonable things to teach children. And the thing is, if you're not, quote, reverse engineering that and making it go away as, much, as best you can, you will fight the battle later on and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll wonder why your kids are hating you and so forth. My kids don't hate me, but they do believe I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. And part of the reason for that is they didn't get that grounding that I would have liked for them to have. And let me just tell you, I'm not holding others responsible for that. That's my fault. That's my fault. Whether it was because my spouse decided to go out to work or be, because my wife, uh, you know, of a given time decided that I wasn't uh, somebody to stick around and be with. What, whatever it was, I put myself in a situation where my kids had have to deal with the fact, had to deal with the fact that they had one parent or whatever, however that happened to work out. And I'm here to tell you, or had nobody at, at home in the daytime, so they had to go to daycare or whatever. I'm here to tell you that is a major, major, major thing to me. It's a major thing. And again, I'm going to say this again. It also made it so that when I found myself alone, even though I make pretty good income, I also found myself trying to survive because even with a pretty good income, one income these days is not really enough to live well. It just isn't. You have to have a couple. And I can't work two jobs, not without putting my son in an even worse position than he's in right now because he's still at home. So I can't work two jobs. And quite frankly, I really don't want to either, to be frank with you, to be honest. And so the thing is, when you have both the parents out in the workplace, you need to understand that when you flood the zone with workers, you do a couple of really bad things. One of them is devalue workers, and the other is make it so that the home life for your children is not as good as it should have been. And I get that that, that there are a lot of people who, who answer, what, what can I do? And my answer is, I hate to say this, but the only thing I can tell you is sacrifice. It's the only answer I can give you. And you can only do so much before that becomes too much. All right. I need to go ahead and wrap things up. This has been the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt. And today is Wednesday, the 25th of May of 2022, the middle of the work week for those who work Monday through Friday. Tomorrow then will be Thursday, the 26th of May of 2022. Uh, working ever closer to that weekend, obviously. Thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, the podcast, uh, YouTube, BitChute, CloudHub, my Facebook page, the Kurt's Religion and Politics page there, kurtzreligionandpolitics.locals.com, mindsmindas.com on the Kurt's Religion and Politics group primarily there on Parlor on Gab on Twitter or wherever else you happen to be seeing or hearing me today. Um, subject for today has been flooding the zone and tomorrow we're going to talk, I think we've talked on this subject, I probably have even used this very subject before, of government largesse and I have some things that I think need to be said about that that I think people need to understand that are related to some things that I've seen and heard that I really took to heart when I saw them and heard them because I believed them to be absolutely true, valid, and valuable. 
So, hopefully I will see you again on the tomorrow's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurtz Religion and Politics. That will be the one that happens on Thursday, the 26th of May, 26th of May of 2022. And I hope that everything is going well for you. Hopefully we will see you, as I say again tomorrow, and I hope that things continue to do well in your life. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was created on Wednesday, the 25th of May of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for watching today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's religion and politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. Minds, M-I-N-D-S dot com, uh, you, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group and Kurtz Religion and Politics dot locals dot com as well. You can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites, really only about three, Parlor, Gab and Twitter at present. I am at KP Schubert on each of them. You can find me under them and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S dot K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T dot com. Uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites, you probably want to search Kurtz Religion and Politics, not the Daily Summation. Keep in mind, you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it. Uh, all constructive feedback is welcome. You can like, dislike, add a rumble, or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things. You can add, also add a comment on what I put there. Unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others, I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them. I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate, and possible, of course. Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurtz Politics. Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's as well.